Welcome to Dollars and Cents. Our podcast is designed to provide listeners with financial advice in a language you can understand. Created and hosted by Mark Friedman, President and CEO at Friedman Financial, he discusses timely topics that help individuals and families make smart financial decisions. Count on lots of energy, candid discussion, and a few laughs. And now, here's your host of Dollars and Cents, Mark Friedman of Friedman Financial. Welcome to another edition of Dollars and Cents with Friedman Financial. I'm Mark Friedman. I'm Mary Gilman. And we're here again for another weekly edition to provide you with some financial advice in a language you can understand. That's what we do here at Friedman Financial. Every day. Every day. And how long have you been doing this, Mary? Well, I've been doing this for 27 years, I think it is. 24 years here. That's a long time. That's a very long time we've worked together. That's two dozen years. That is two dozen years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's I wish lot. I could say it's half my life, but not quite. So there you go. <laughs> but, but we have been doing this for a long time. We and, and, you know, doing these podcasts, this is something now we're starting to, starting to film these podcasts. We used to do the radio show. Yeah. Then we were doing these little podcasts through the internet. And, yeah. Well, I guess this is still through the internet that we're sharing this, but... But we, you never saw our faces when we did the podcast. Yeah, yeah. So now you can see us live. Faces for radio, right? Side. That's exactly right. <laughs> That's right. There was a reason we didn't film it. That's exactly right. But, you know, we got to step into the new age and be go. part of this whole thing. There you go. So, yeah. you know, each, each week... Well, we you know what? We need that makeup artist to come in. Well, that's what we need. That next thing. Uh, if you're watching this and you're a makeup artist would like to come in and like do us up, let us know. We'll find a spot for you. We'll give you a little credit. Run it across the bottom there. Perfect. We'll, we'll do that for you. Exactly. Hair so, and makeup. That's right. So each and every week we try to bring you some financial advice in the language. You can understand some stories that we see uh, that happen daily here at Friedman Financial. Yeah, because our clients are you know, average people just like you. So we, we feel that it's, you know, the information we provide to them is pertinent to almost everybody. Right. And so this week, here we are uh, mid part of our, almost the two thirds of the month into February, right? Which is just shocking to me. Why? It's just February. I mean, I the, the, the world changes. Because I mean, the, 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 it does. the calendar and time ticks off, right? It just seems to go so fast. It, it, it does, though. When I, yeah. Laura and I were sitting around this morning having coffee, and um, she, we were talking about her father. And Laura's father passed away, I thought it was just a few years ago, and she reminded me it was 26 years ago. I was going to say, it was before I got here, so yeah, it was, it was um, 24 years Yeah, because so. um, it was just after my daughter Alana was born, and Laura oh, was reminding me that Alana's right. 26 years old. So, time does... How did those kids get so old? They, they get old. And, uh, <laughs> I know, I they're know. certainly an adventure, that's for sure. The kids well, are. you know what? All kids are. Right. But, you know, you're, we're all in an adventurous time right now, because this week, for whatever reason, and maybe it's because of the President's Day holiday... Our phone has been ringing off the hook, but not because of the market. No. No, the market's been fine. You know, We've gotten a lot of emails, too. We have a lot of emails. And you know why? People are going, what, what are they asking, Mary? Tax talking. Where's my 1099? Right. And, you know, honestly, so the, the 1099-R, which is the document you receive if you take money out of a retirement plan, those go out at the end of January. So everybody typically has them by now. Now, why do you think they go up by the end of January, Marion? Well, because it's very clear-cut as of December 31st as to what you've taken out of a retirement account, whether or not there's been any taxes withheld. End of story. That's there's, right. There's no, you know, there's no, there are no adjustments as you get into January. No, if you... So, it's done. Yeah, if you took money out of your IRA, 
Um, you took maybe a systematic payouts, a required minimum distribution, whatever just a distribution of whatever it was from a retirement account. Yep. It's all done. December 31st, everybody knows what it is. It's, it's the reportable. End of the year. Right. Done. Exactly. But you know what also? If you didn't take any money out of your IRA, are you getting a 1099 R? Do not get a 1099 R. So don't wait for it because you won't get it. Right. But if you have a personal account, an individual account, a joint account, brokerage account, trust account, all those types of personal individual accounts that are not considered retirement accounts. And you know what? This year it's important to look for bank statements as well. Absolutely. And and that's new this year. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about we'll that. We'll get the in a bank minute. statement. Thanks yeah. for bringing that up. But the 1099s that we get from our investment accounts don't come on January 31st anymore, do they? They really don't. And the, the investment companies have the leeway not to send those out by December th by, by January. January 31st. So be aware of that. It's, it, it used to be that they were due to be sent out on January 31st and, and they had to meet that deadline. What ended up happening when they met that deadline is there were all kinds of corrections that happened after the deadline. So you've got new 1099s, corrected 1099s, and those could happen all the way into March. Well, well, think about this. Years ago, maybe you had an account where you bought Fidelity funds or Putnam funds or Colonial funds or whatever it was. Right. And if your account was with that fund company, the fund company knew exactly what the dividends were and what they were paying to you, and so they could send you out those 1099s. Right. But over the past couple decades, Firms like LPL Financial, or maybe your Merrill Lynch or Schwab or whatever, any of these large brokerage houses have said, don't you worry, we will be the consolidator for you. You can own Vanguard and Fidelity and Janus and Putnam and all of these companies, and we'll put it all in a statement. Well, these brokerage firms like LPL can't produce the 1099 until each of the individual companies send tax information to LPL. So it takes a while, and they have right. until January 31st to send it. Right, and there are adjustments. Unlike an IRA, what happens as of December 31st, there are typically year-end distributions, and those could happen on the 31st in a non-retirement account, and they are taxable in that year. And those all have to be done at, in the, during the first week of January. So the information is not complete as of December 31st for a non-retirement account. So that's why they come up later. Yeah, so a lot of the brokerage houses work really hard to try to get that statement, that 1099 out to you, right. around the 15th to the 20th of February. Right. Um, at, at LPL, of course, your statements are now, your 1099s are available online. You can get them through your account view app. Right. Um, but if you're not affiliated with LPL or you're trying to look for 1099s, they are available online in many cases, yes. and also they'll be mailed to you. However, it's important to look at your 1099 that you get, because sometimes it will say preliminary yes. 1099. What does that mean, Mary? The preliminary 1099 is somewhat of an estimate. It's usually close, so it's not like it's um, something that's way off base, but it is something that could be subject to adjustment and correction along the way which means that you're better off not rushing to your accountant and bringing that document with you. Wait to see, and you might wait even, I mean, we've had corrections up until March 15th. Yeah. We've actually had them at the last minute too, but typically by mid-March, all of the corrections are done. I mean, that's usually what we've seen. 
So you really want to make sure that your 1099 says final or it doesn't say preliminary. Correct. That's real important. Yeah. The other thing is, I, I don't know what it is, Mary. What's the rush with getting your taxes done? Uh, you know, I don't know. I'm not sure that there are that many people that actually get refunds that say, I got a race to do my taxes because I'm getting a refund. Yeah. And that would be one reason to rush to do your taxes. I guess, but... But here's the thing, and we'll start to get these calls, we'll start to see folks in March and in April, of course. People will come, they've done their tax returns, they go, oh my goodness, my tax account really screwed up this year. I owe so much in taxes. <laughs> Is it the tax accountant's problem? It's definitely not the tax accountant's problem. So you can't, you can't fault them. It's not as if they actually have earned that income or you know, whatever it might be. I mean, this year, one of the things that's going to trip a lot of people up this year is we finally saw bank accounts paying significant um, interest rates over the past year. It was a full year. 2023 yep. was a full year of good interest right. rates. Everybody wanted to get that 5% right. CD or the 4% money that's market right. fund. That interest is taxable income to you during that year. So for all of you who are making zero or... I don't know, like my bank account was making 0.01, I think, so I was getting five cents. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was getting five cents, you know, over the course of the year. So just remember that banks don't issue 1099, or nobody issues 1099s, I think if it's under $10. Is that correct? I, I don't even know what that is. I believe it's, it's something it's like that. Anyways, we never got, you know, for years we didn't get any, uh, any tax documents for our bank accounts. This year, you're actually getting interest. So all of a sudden, you have this interest income that is taxable. So the accountant can't control that. They didn't know that in advance unless you told them. Well, think, yeah, think about this real life example. Let's say you had $50,000 that was sitting in the bank, yeah. and in 2022, it was earning 0.01%. Basically, you got no interest. Right. Now, all of a sudden, you said, hey, I heard that XYZ Bank is offering a one-year CD at 5%, which you could have got last year, yeah. and I put $50,000 into that CD for one year. Now, I reinvested my dividends. I didn't take those dividends, or I didn't take the interest, but matter. still, 5% on $50,000 right. is $2,500. That's right. And if you're in, let's say, the 20% tax bracket, that's $500 in taxes that you owe on that $2,500 in interest. That's right. So it's... There is a cost to that as well. There is, will be a tax burden to that. So that's, again, not your accountant's fault. And remember, you made money. Even though you pay paying tax on it, you did make money. And everybody is so excited to make interest income. Uh, me included. I got interest on my bank account this year. Yeah, I was surprised was, to actually get them. Exactly, me too. If, but those bank 1099s usually show up by the end of the month because the yep. bank knows exactly yep. what that interest right. was. Right. It's very clear cut. You know, I remember the story years and years ago, back in the early 90s. Um, this was when Dad was back in the office and a client of his that had started back in the 60s had come in. Dad was out. They had got their tax return and they come back and they said, Mark, something is wrong. We went to our tax accountant this year and we owed $200. What, what happened? We, we, we owed $200. Can you imagine? Can you, uh, we've never owed before. What, what happened? What's wrong? And so I, I showed them. I said, well, you make money. And when you make money, we trade some things. you got to pay tax on it. I said, if you'd like, if you'd like, we can work really hard this year to lose your money. And then you won't have to pay taxes. <laughs> and they're like, no, 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 that's okay. But, so understand that when you get your taxes done, it's a check and balance system. You have taxes withheld perhaps from your IRA distributions, from your pay stub, 
um, and from Social Security perhaps, maybe from a pension, maybe from an annuity payment that you get, there are taxes that are withheld. And you're generally electing how much of a tax you want to have withheld. That's right. You control that. So uh, that's the other reason. I mean, if you got a big raise or maybe you got a big bonus at some point over the course of the year, and maybe enough taxes weren't withheld from that, that's another reason why you might owe taxes. Still, a good problem to have, uh, not your accountant's problem, uh, or I should say not your accountant's fault, uh, that you owe taxes on that money. You just didn't pay in enough over the course yeah, of the so, year. So here's one more little tax tip to help you out, because look, as you, many of you know, I have five children. <laughs> and my children are between the ages Don't of 20 and 27. And some of my kids have decided on their own to set up these online trading accounts. Maybe it's with Robinhood. You've probably heard of Robinhood. Some of these other firms that are like that. Or maybe they set up a cryptocurrency account. I did not endorse this, but maybe they did that. Well, you know, they're young kids, yeah. so it's and, fun for them. And maybe it's that. small money that they put in there. Yeah. Nevertheless, there are 1099s attached to all of those accounts. Right. But the kids don't know that. Because you know what? The kids don't get their statements. And frankly, the kids don't read email. They read texts. And so when I asked my son Jerry, uh, did you get a 1099 from your Robinhood account? He says, well, I don't know. How would I know that? Well, Robinhood is reporting that 1099 to the IRS. And if you don't print up that 1099 or share that with your accountant, the IRS is going to be sending you a note later this year or next saying uh, you forgot to file your taxes for part of your income. That's right. So I strongly encourage you to talk to your children or yourself if you have maybe it's a Capital One Bank online account or whatever you might have. If you have any type of online financial institution accounts or maybe frankly it's even an LPL account that you might have right. that you say I just want to get my statements online. Make sure you have downloaded the appropriate 1099. I know in our office we might say to our clients look we're happy to have your statement, your monthly statement sent to you electronically, but your 1099, we're going to have mailed to you because you don't want to miss that stuff. It is not fun getting a letter from the IRS saying uh, you, didn't, um, you, you didn't share all of your relevant tax information. And the IRS is not going to accept um, a, a response of, oh, well, I didn't know. It's your responsibility to provide all of those documents, um, so it's up to you. I want to give you a couple other tax tips before we get out of here. Let's do that. All right. I wrote down a few things. A couple things that you need to know. A lot of people, when they're doing their taxes, they're so diligent about, oh, my God, i got to save all these receipts, the charitable deductions that I made. I gave, you know, $20 to the Girl Scouts to buy cookies, or I made a $100 contribution to the Walk for Life or whatever it might have been. The world's a little bit different today. You have to ask yourself whether you qualify for itemizing deductions on your tax return or whether you're going to get that standard deduction. Right. And I mean, that's something you can ask your accountant or you can look at past returns. And if you always take the standard deduction or, or your accountant takes the standard deduction for you and nothing has changed this year, then there's no reason that you need to keep all of those receipts and provide them to the accountant because it's likely you're taking the standard deduction again this year. And just so you know, the standard deduction, 14600 for a single person, right. 29200 for a married couple. And that's a pretty big hurdle to overcome uh, by tax deductions. Right, if you have that yeah. much in deductible expenses, do you have $30,000 or more in deductible expenses? Yeah. Ask your account. Yeah. But that's something to be um, to check right. with. 
I told you about the fact that taxes are a check and balance system. And one of the ways that if you get your taxes and the accountant says, well, maybe you need to start paying estimated taxes. That's what I'd like you to do. Maybe that makes sense. Absolutely, it could make sense. But there could also be other ways to solve that problem. Number one is if you're working, what can you do? You can increase the amount that's withheld from your paycheck yeah. uh, for taxes. And, and I know for us, we can actually put an additional amount that we want withheld every paycheck. And it can be a dollar figure as sure. well. Um, and so, you know, that's one way to get around the problem rather than having to write a check every quarter to the IRS because you tend to forget to do that. Yeah, another thing that people tend not to do is have taxes withheld from their Social Security check. Yeah, that's very common. Yeah, really and, yes. and I'm not clear why. I mean, you know, over the years, Social Security has increased in value. So there are many people, the maximum uh, maximum Social Security amount now for somebody who's age 67 and retiring is, I, I believe it's like $3,800. Yeah, it's almost $4,000. Yeah. So think about that. $40,000 in income to you. If you're not having taxes taken out, yeah. what if you're a married couple? Yeah. I mean, it could be up to 80 in some cases. 90. Not, they're not, yeah. right, not having taxes right. withheld? That's going to be a big surprise. So you want to be sure you're doing that. Right. Um, that's, that's one. Yeah. And another way to have taxes managed also, if you're taking distributions from your retirement accounts, you know, you get to dictate what percentage you want to have withheld. That's right. So, and that's totally flexible. I believe when you withhold from Social Security, it's certain, they have certain percentages you can use. It's not anything you want. Whereas from a retirement account, it's virtually anything you want. I think it's a minimum of 10%, but you can then just go up from there and it could be 14.5% if you want. So. so it's one of the reasons that we asked our clients, all of our clients, to provide us with a copy of their tax return when they right. after they filed it for the year yeah. so that we can run the system through to say, are there any tweakings that we can do to maybe try to help out your tax liability or help you be a little bit smarter? We also have this software called Holistiplan that we use that allows us to try to figure out where's the best place to draw money to support your income if you need it at the least amount of tax. Right, so that you're not really going into another tax bracket um, in order to you know, meet all of your income goals over the course of time. So that's what we call financial advice in a language you can understand. Right. That's going to do it for, for us for this week, but if now is the time for you to get serious about your own financial planning, you want to talk with somebody to get some comprehensive financial planning and investment management advice, I hope you'll give our office a call. We're happy to send you one of our free information kits. We can schedule a free initial consultation. The phone number, 978-531-8108. That's 978-531-8108. Or you can sign up for our free weekly newsletter that comes out every Friday at 1030. You just need to go to our website. That's FriedmanFinancial.com. That's FriedmanFinancial.com. That's going to do it for us today. Have a wonderful week, everybody. We'll be back again with another episode of Dollars and Cents next week. See you later. See you later. Bye-bye. During today's Dollars and Cents episode with Friedman Financial, your hosts may have discussed specific financial planning and investment ideas that are for general information only and not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations. Please remember that investing involves risk and may include loss of principal. Although the Money Market Fund seeks to preserve the value of your investment at $1 per share, it is possible to lose money by investing in the fund. Always consult a certified financial planner professional, qualified attorney, or tax advisor prior to investing to determine what is appropriate for you. 
Securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA, SIPC.